The handbag is used to carry the personal items of a woman, or in this case, two desperate men dying to have their voices heard. Give a warm welcome to Michael and Josh, the handbag. Three, two, one. Was that delayed? On me it is, yeah. Okay, wait, should we both count to 10 or something? Do you want, should we count to 30? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's just round it out at 50. Fuck it. Okay, one, two. two. <laughs> Start us off. Oh. You, for a guy who's got to go very quickly, you are not in a rush. <laughs> Mate, shoot me. I'm enjoying myself. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Handbags Podcast. What you just witnessed there, we pulled back the curtain. We showed you what really goes on into the high-tech world of the Handbags oh Podcast. <laughs> but we are on episode 50. I'm Josh Moss, your host. There's Michael Brunelli, the host as well. We are so excited to have you guys on. Let's go. Strap in, fellas and ladies. <laughs> You almost had that, I reckon. You actually, that was almost a clean intro too, but right to the end, and then you kind of muddled up that last little bit. But well done, Josh. 18 months in, mate, you definitely have improved. I know, I kind of ran myself into a corner. I was like, thank you so much, ladies uh, and gents as well. <laughs> like, I just completely <laughs> screwed that up. Speaking of screw ups, oh, no. Joshua Moss. No. Oh, so handbaggers, I want to, I want to paint this picture for you today thought we have to record i'll give josh a call because i've been ignoring him the last 24 hours because i've been very busy called him we have a conversation and he says to me (laughs) my laptop has died he has a laptop that is 11 years old okay we know for those who have been listening from the start that josh moss is one of the cheapest people that you will ever meet (laughs) like he loves a bargain so he's held onto this laptop. It is falling apart. There are screws missing, keys missing. Finally, the mouse gave out today. But what did he do? He went and found an old mouse to plug in and continue using the laptop. <laughs> anyway, to his credit, he said he wanted to get a new laptop, which is great. Where does this man go to get a new laptop? When it's end of financial year, there are sales everywhere. Where does he go? Facebook Marketplace. No, no, please, just explain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Before you guys jump on my back, inflation's through the roof. There's a <laughs> rental housing crisis going on at the moment. People can't even afford to keep a roof over their head. So, in any way that you can cost cut at the moment, I think that should be applauded. I think it should be almost rewarded. And I think it should be, if anything, you know, looked up to. But so what I did was I thought... You know, we're in the world. We're in the world where there's far too much clutter in the world. And I thought maybe I'll go secondhand. Maybe I'll try not buying a new product and destroying the earth. So I looked on Facebook. Can I? Can I? I gotta look. At least ninety-five percent of laptops on Facebook Marketplace are either either off the back of the truck, stolen, or <laughs> they've been taken out of someone's luggage or backpack at, at uni or school. They are hot. They are red hot. Every single one of those laptops, you know why they're cheaper than in the stores. Anyways, I called Michael and I was like, bro, 
I have just found an absolute steal. I'm getting a brand new MacBook Pro for $800. They retail for $1,700. And Michael is immediately sus. He goes, dude, that just, I don't know if that's sweet. Like, I think that sounds pretty sus. I go, dude, you're crazy. Like, I found it's end of financial year sale. There's a monster deal here. No, what he said, what he goes, man, trust me, they've got great reviews. They've got like a hundred great reviews on they, Facebook. They, did. they are legit. They are in a supermarket in Adelaide, bro. <laughs> like you cannot get any more legit than this. And I just thought to myself, I, I just got to let him learn. I've got to let him learn. I don't want to That's get so involved dog. in this. <laughs> no, no. You you were not going to listen to me either way. I already gave you a little bit of, are you sure? Like, doesn't seem right. <laughs> to, but go on with it. To your credit, he was immediately sus on it. And I just thought, this is Michael. He's got to rot up his ass. You know, he doesn't like to live live life to the fullest. I'm more of the risk taker of this podcast relationship. Anyway, so I, I reach out to this company. They seem all legit. They, like, sent me an invoice. And on the invoice, <laughs> the website that was on the invoice was different to the website on the page of this store in Adelaide. It was different. So immediately I I was, my my guard was up. Then I looked at the name and it said like Maria, store manager. Then I called the store in Adelaide. I physically called them and I said to them, hey, I'm about to buy this laptop on one of your crazy monster sales on Marketplace. And they go, we don't advertise on Marketplace. What? That 98% off sale is not legitimate? And no. I, I go, I'm speaking to Maria. Is, is there a Maria there? She goes, we've never had a Maria who works at the store. <laughs> and then it's... And, you came so close. And then immediately, I, I just kind of hear them, the lady kind of muffle the phone with her hand and kind of talk to some of the staff members and I can hear some snickering in the background. And I go, I'm now the butt of this store <laughs> in Adelaide's joke. I'm the complete butt of it. And, and I go, oh, yeah, no, 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 that's all good. But are you having any of, of financial year, end of year sales in your, <laughs> in your business? And she goes, no, we don't really have sales on laptops. They don't really, the price doesn't differ that much. I go, fair oh, enough, have a great day and just hang up. <laughs> wow. You, you, how embarrassed were you? Oh, I'm still cringing about it right now. I'm struggling to talk about this. I'm like the fact that you're laughing and we're kind of making a joke out of it makes it slightly better. But I'm cringing. I'm going to put my head on the pillow tonight and just I'm going to be thinking about this for a while. Well, the thing is, I don't actually know any of that because all you sent to me about two to three hours later after our call was a photo of you at JB Hi-Fi of the laptops you were shopping for, and I thought there's something's not right here. <laughs> But look, 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 they, these things happen. There is not, you are not the only one in Thank you. this, you know, almost getting scammed world that we live in. So I want to know, handbaggers, have you been scammed? Ooh. Facebook Marketplace, one of those people that call you, one of those text messages, you always see the stories about the bank text messages that, that wrought people. <clears throat> have you been scammed? How did it go down? Let us know. We <clears throat> want to know your story. Did you get your money back? Have you ever been scammed? I know you're, you okay. consider yourself quite wise and you know you're, you are a dad now. I'm not sure if the listeners know, but you are a dad and you've got a lot of experience. Yeah. The only, the only real scam that I, that, you know, from memory that I've been done on is buying a bicycle. And for those who in Sydney will know where this is from Punchbowl. I drove out there from Bondi. <laughs> to buy a bmx bike because i don't know had an urge the guy selling the bike on the on the side of the road 
told me that the seat of the bike, it went up. So the seat, you just got to have a little Allen key and the seat will pop up and you'll be able to sit on it fine. Because it was like kid size, this bike. Like BMX bikes are small. I'm like, perfect. Put it in the back of my car, drove home, got an Allen key, went to unscrew it. And the whole bike, like the whole seat came off because there was nothing left. It was at its highest already. So that was the end of that one. But um, yeah, the Wait, last time you... I believed anything anyone ever said. Did you just happen to drive past a random guy on the road or was this organized online? Marketplace is organized on Marketplace. Okay, so you've you've been done a Marketplace. So, so for all the bagging I did of you, I actually copped the scam. <laughs> yeah, I, I got out of the way. Anyway, I want to move on. How do I even broach this topic, Josh? Because I know it's touchy-feely for you at the moment. We're going into it. You've just jabbed me to the face. Now you're coming back with an overhand ride as well. <laughs> the knockout blow here. It really is. Now, Handbaggers, you know that you can leave a review. Josh always does the leave us a five-star review. It means a lot to us. It does mean a lot to us, but it also goes in the opposite direction when it is not such a good review. And so we got a review recently from a listener. I would say an honest listener, a great listener. Josh no. may not say the same because I'm going to read out that review for you. Oh, It says... And it's titled, Michael, 10 out of 10. <laughs> you were so keen to do this topic. Now I kind of know why. Just fluff your own ego. Wait, wait, it gets better. Okay, the text says, love Michael. Could listen to him all day, but I don't listen anymore because I can't stand to listen to Josh. He's so immature. Two stars out of five. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know, wow. when I when I read that, I really started to question myself. I go, have I lost the plot? Did I take it too far with that toilet topic? Have I have I lost the man that I once was on this podcast? Mate, you're not for everyone, Josh, but for the people that like you, they love you. And yeah. for the people that don't like you, they cannot stand you. <laughs> that one actually really hurt. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it really hurt me. What a, I shouldn't laugh. I should be like, we hate that guy. <laughs> what a terrible review. So I'm going to give you a pass here. I think you're great for the podcast. I would never replace you. Wouldn't be the same without you. You know, one review doesn't make the man. You are, you are a very integral part of this. The almighty Michael has given me his approval. This is this is a great day. The 10 out of 10, hey, Michael. you do the intros and the outros. We are even here. <laughs> well, speaking of someone who is irreplaceable, we we saw that um, there was a... No, that doesn't work at all. Um, <laughs> that did not work at all. You're still valued. I'm having my own head now. Well, Michael, I actually wanted to talk to you about something because it was a very, very exciting week for you and the uh, the family. It was um, Lucius's first ever campaign. He's obviously the face of Bonds, which is um, incredible. Uh, I want to give a big congratulations to you and Martha. But Michael, you know, we've seen all the glitz and glamour. We see the beautiful photo shoots. We've seen the covers in the paper. We've seen the photographers. You know, Martha looking amazing, you looking amazing. I want to know the nitty and gritty. What happened with this photo shoot? Because I know you've got you've got a very, very young baby. I think Lucius is still four months, around four months now. 
and three, just over three, yeah. just over three. And I, I, I want to know how did this shoot go down? Because I'm picturing with a with a newborn, it's it's pretty intense. You know what? He was actually quite good. You know, for a for a, a brand new tiny little baby, he did well up until the point where it was probably like the last clothing change. It's probably like four different clothing changes. We were there for a good three two, three hours, which is a long time for a baby. And he just started to lose it. <laughs> and the photographer's like, where's the dad? Get the dad over here. Dad, hurry up. We need you. <laughs> You're like, make him stop crying. Because <laughs> Martha can't do much. She's got to like pose for the photo too. So she's set up in position. She's got Lucius on her in front of her. And I'm standing there next to the cameraman. I'm blocking the light. I'm pissing off everyone on set. <laughs> screaming, Luchi, Luchi, Luch, look at me. <laughs> Waving my hands like the inflatable thing you see out, outside of the uh, the car lot, <laughs> trying to get his attention. So it was an experience, but he actually did quite well. And like, what's the feedback been on all and all the shoot and stuff like that? Because there was so much media surrounding that shoot. I mean, I know the the handbag listeners won't actually know this, but Michael messaged me very very late during the week. I think it was almost nine nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. And said, hey, mate, I haven't been able to get the two-page spread of Lucius. It's his first ever newspaper shoot. I need you to run <laughs> off and quickly grab it. And what do I do? As a great co-host and I would say a prospecting godfather, I sprinted to the closest petrol station and I ran fast and I screamed at the person behind the thing. I said, I need the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> My friend's baby has a two-page spread in the paper. <laughs> I do appreciate you doing that. And, and and you know what, Josh, you were the first person I messaged and the only person because I knew you would come through. So thank you for getting that. But yes, he was in the Sunday Telegraph in Sydney and he was in the Herald Sun in Melbourne with a shoot of like him and like four photos of him and Martha and then like maybe one like rogue photo of me in the background of one of the shots in the corner. <laughs> the tree in the play. I I matter. <laughs> but it is, man, it's wild. Like I had to have him be the face of he's the face of the bonds baby search uh which is is crazy for us to think about it was an experience he did really well but you know what it's one of those things because we love to share luge on social media we you know people saw martha and i meet for the first time they saw us get married on tv they've watched us grow the people that have been there from the maths days so for us to share luge on social media is the natural next step and we love to do that you know we feel like we've got a family of people online who are growing with us but there is another side to that and that's the side of well are you sharing too much are you doing too much you know, should should there be a level of privacy there that, you know, you, you hold back from? Because there is a potential law going through in France. Oh. And it's called sharenting. <laughs> so, the French government, they want to penalize parents for oversharing photos of their children on social media. How and what's the penalty? Like fines and stuff like that? Death. <laughs> no way. Death. No, I'm not sure. They're still trying to figure it out, but I wanted to know. Like you obviously you don't have kids, you have a nephew though. Yep. What is your opinion on that? Do you think parents Proud should be penalized by the government for oversharing? The argument is that, and this is according to studies, the average child has their picture shared 
online 1,300 times before the age of 13. And that's before they're authorized to create their own social media profile. It's purely on what the parents want. Now, it's completely different from when me and you were kids. Because obviously when we were kids, there was no social media. There was no Mm -hmm. posting online. Everything was kind of taken... I mean, on a digital camera and kept internally within the family or even back in the day um, for a lot of our younger listeners, they won't even know this. There used to be like photo books where you used to take photos, you had to develop the film, you know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Michael probably knows a bit more about that. He's a little bit older than me. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, photo albums are are, a lost art form. Yeah, they are. Like I love looking through the old ones and I feel like I want to create one, go old school, create one for Luch and the family even though I've already put him all online, but continue. Well, it's actually because back in my family used to have a lot of photo books and we actually feel like we kind of invented captions before they existed. We kind of used to write in writing above them, like, you know, little funny things. So I don't know if um, Zuckerberg saw that before he invented Facebook or whatever. But um, look, I believe, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Another bad review incoming. Um, No, but (laughs) I think, I think that all this stuff is so new. So, Look, I can understand what France may be trying to do in terms of getting uh-huh. parents to maybe be more considerate about posting stuff of their kids. You know, that that stat is actually quite alarming and quite scary that there's going to be that big of a number of photos posted about your kid before they even have a social media account. So they've got a digital footprint before they've even basically consented to it. So I think that I can understand the angle they're trying to... They're trying to basically make parents aware that you know, yes, you can upload photos if you choose to do that because, you know, it's a free world and a free country. Um, But you need to kind of be aware that there are maybe some negative connotations that could occur from deciding to do that. But the thing is, it's such a blurred line because is there going to be a set number of photos that you can post of your child in France? Is it four per month? And then you're bordering on control. You're trying to control someone and what they can do. And that's also not, not a good thing. So, look, I think that France maybe... In some ways, it's it's commendable that they're aware that this is an issue, but mm-hmm. it's also, I don't agree that there should be penalizing parents for posting photos because parents are proud of their kids and they want to post photos and make memories and what's or not, but they need to be aware that there could be some potential negative effects if you do that. They need to be aware. So I think France needs to pull back from the penalizing and maybe some more education on parents or even on kids in school, you know, that whatever you upload may... Uh, stay with you for life you know i know a lot of people that have uploaded some stupid things on social media even people that uploaded <laughs> as michael laughs and goes yeah josh you're one of them no no that's that's me uploading them myself mate that's not i didn't even need to say anything that's not that's not that's not my parents that's me choosing to yeah i really choose to upload some of that stuff um but i know some parents that have uploaded some things you know of their kids and and maybe they look back on it in a year and go oh maybe i shouldn't have uploaded that you know putting making a kid you know, hold a cigarette and a beer or something like that when they're really young, mm. you know, as a laugh. And, you know, who knows what yeah. sort of effects Thank that can have on the baby long term as Take we hear him. a door open. Take him now. It's Take the baby. It's your I'm turn. on a podcast. Well, you're going to have to do something here, mate, because he, hey. he can feature on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> milk if you want. That milk's scaring me. Hi, Josh. Martha, hey, how are you? <laughs> he said, hey, how are you? Tell her that milk's scaring me. What's going me. on, 
<laughs> well, speak of us uh, sharing your children online, <laughs> as, here we are. As we're in a deep combo about being careful to share your kids online, Martha comes into the room and goes, your turn, and just hands Michael the baby. <laughs> she's, she's literally been out <laughs> with the baby and her mom and just came home and dumped him on me. But, but hey, I'm happy to have you. <laughs> Welcome, Bubba. Oh, I know my. you can't hear Josh, but he's talking all nice things about you. But the thing is... There really hasn't been a time like now where children have been shared online on social media because social media hasn't been around long enough for kids to be able to grow up and then reflect back on it. So we're coming into that time now where parents are probably posting on Facebook in the early days, on IG in the early days, and those kids are starting to grow up. You know, That's going to be interesting to see how they respond to that. Are they going to be angry at their parents? Are they going to be resentful? Is Luch going to be here and be wondering, like, why are you having me? On the podcast, he's already <laughs> questioning it. <laughs> he's already getting involved. <laughs> he's actually already telling me he doesn't want to be on here. But there's so I've <laughs> seen like even TikTok, man. Like I've seen people uploading stuff of their kids where their kid maybe grabs a phone or something and throws it into the pool and the parents uploading it and it gets crazy amounts of engagement. And like, I guess it, it is co- comedic in a sense, but that kid doesn't really know that he or she's being filmed. So, like, there probably is sort of some blurred lines because it's such a new phenomenon. Yeah, the thing is, like, when is it when is it over the line of embarrassing and making fun that they'll look back on and read those comments and be really upset by them? Like, I'm already worried about Luch making his way onto one of those media outlets' websites and reading the negative comments about his mum. Like, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, and I think that just basically has to come down to maybe you've just got to, you know, you've got to educate Luch when he gets obviously old enough and let him know, kind mm. of explain it in a sense where I think, again, it kind of falls back into education <laughs> on the parents and kind of the kids as well in school they kind of need to be taught you know this is the world we kind of live in now a hundred percent it's gonna there's gonna be some interesting conversations for sure but i do want to know on that france ruling and what they're trying to put into law what the handbaggers think oh you got a you got a, you got a poll for me you got something for me <laughs> i just go oh <laughs> yeah handbaggers what do you think about this law that france is potentially going to bring in about penalizing parents for uploading stuff of their kids and as well a handbaggers i want to hear your opinion on what you think about parents uploading you know social media content of their kids at a certain age like do you think it's fine do you think they need to be considerate let us know what you think because i think it's it's quite a deep interesting topic so yeah and the thing about that, I, I truly feel like you make your own choice. There's no black and white on that. You know, someone might strongly think, yep, I'm never going to post my child because I can't get their consent. Someone else is going to think, well, I want to share my child. I want them to be able to look back on and see their journey. Go both ways and there's no right, there's no one answer, I think. Because I know people are going to get upset about it. Parents are very passionate. Yeah, I know. They're going to get upset. But unfortunately, it's a mature podcast and I'm tackling this like a mature person. And I'm just sort of focusing in on the real educational points. Michael, have you noticed how I'm trying to be really mature this episode and give great feedback? I know. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) You want me to go back to my immature idiot approach? (laughs) Be yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god alright we'll wrap it up on this last thing here Michael and handbaggers you would have seen that true detective Michael and Josh style is officially on we put our detective caps on and we're getting to the bottom of this Bondi poster boy and you know we posted this on our socials and it absolutely blew up there was countless comments there was people that say they know this guy there was people that said they've had a friend who's been on dates with him but Michael we actually got 
a couple of messages from girls who says that this is not the first time he's been terrible to girls on dates. He's actually a serial pest in terms of this. I feel like this could be a future career for you because you are so invested in this. I've never seen you <laughs> want to talk about something so much. And we've left us like the end of the podcast. So I know you're not going to be satisfied with this, but it is wild that people are coming through now with different experiences. And I think it's that it's our duty as you know a podcast for the people to report on this and warn all the, the ladies. So basically we got a DM from this girl who I'm going to leave her anonymous just in case. And basically she said, I went on a date with this guy, lol. He didn't run off on the bill like that girl. We were paying as we ordered. However, he was super sleazy. He tried to kiss me in the first five minutes. He then invited me back to his place within the first 15 minutes of the date. I could tell all he wanted to do was sleep with me. He also is a complete catfish. His height was extremely shorter than what he described. And in fact, he was actually shorter than me. And I'm only 170 centimeters tall. And then I sort of went back and forth with her and she said, I go, did he ever try and contact you again after the horrible date? Yes, he tried to hit me up again, like over six months later. However, I'd already unfollowed him. But ladies and gentlemen, we will keep you posted with that because we are getting the identity of this man and we're trying to find out all the details. I'm just trying to work out legally what we actually can do with this because well, I don't want to get a cease yeah, and desist. That's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode we also want to give a massive thank you to Shana Jack who came on last week absolutely killed it we had a great time but ladies and gentlemen if you like the show leave us a five star review you know what to do tell a friend to tell a friend there's chaos going in on Michael's side we've got Lucius <laughs> I've got Martha here pointing at the baby saying you you handbaggers quickly under her breath midway it's fine <laughs> He's good. All right, thanks, handbaggers. <laughs> halfway, halfway through this topic, Michael goes, we're going to need to finish this real quick. This is just chaos. Yeah. But I can feel he's going to lose it. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ciao.